The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. There's a, a Yid in Flatbush who is perhaps one of the wealthiest men today in the, in the world, but he's definitely one of the wealthiest from Yid in the world. And very posh, very, he lives a very simple life, very hush of a family, he has a lot of Tamid Chacham in the family, and he has one of the, the biggest real estate empires in, in America. Many, many thousands, tens of thousands of, of apartments that he owns, many skyscrapers in Manhattan, very Hashiva office buildings all over. He's worth, he's estimated to be worth close to $2 billion with a B. And how did he get started? How did he get started? He was a, uh, he's starting out in real estate, his family owned like a little, I think a little apartment building somewhere in the Bronx maybe, and he bought a new house for himself, a nice simple house in Brooklyn, I think on East 9th Street, and after they bought it, I think the story goes that one of his children were jumping on the bed of the house, you know, in their room, they were jumping on the bed, and something gave way underneath the bed and like the floorboard sort of fell in. It's a strange thing. So they took the bed away and they opened up the floorboard and they found there was like a box in there, like a, like, you know, like you see in the movies, a treasure chest full of diamonds and rubies and cash and bonds and whatever. I think it was like many, many tens and tens of thousands of dollars worth of wealth. And this is a time that, you know, maybe it was $40,000, but that was when $40,000 was a lot of money. And, you know, like it would be, let's say, a million dollars today, perhaps. And, you know, he could have used a million dollars, especially starting out, he has a little business, a little real estate, you know, he wants to buy more, you want to build up your business, you don't want to give back that money, he could use that money. He bought the house. He went to Ramesha Feinstein, and he asked Ramesha what should he do with the money. So Ramesha basically, after being done la halacha, whether or not he has to give it back, but he says, I recommend that you do give it back, and you'll make a Kiddush Hashem, and the Rabbi Hashem will reward you in kind. If you give it back, if you're Aymed bin Yisayin, it's a hard thing to do. Not so simple to do that. To give money that, you know, I bought the house, I bought everything in the house. I think that was also, when you buy it, when you buy a house in the contract, it basically says, you didn't just buy the house, you bought everything in the house. You bought the chandelier, and you bought the washing machine, whatever, the light fixtures, everything in the house is yours. So maybe in a technical way, he bought the diamonds also. Ramesha says, give it back. He gave it back. He created a tremendous Kiddush Hashem. And... And the rest is history. And he acknowledges, I think, to this day, you know, the brach of Ramesha, that I'll get wealthy if I make a Kiddush Hashem like this. Today, you know, he's literally one of the wealthiest people in the world. More recently, within the last few years, there was a, an amazing story that took place in Connecticut. There is a, a Rebbe in Yeshiva in New Haven. His name is Rebnayach Murah. And he went on Craigslist. He wanted to buy a desk for his, for his house. 
So he went on this Craigslist and he found a desk for $150 and he bought it. He picked it up from somebody nearby, a non-Jewish middle-aged woman. And he was moving this desk into his office, but it was off by a fraction of an inch. He wasn't able to fit in. He tried every which way. He took off hinges. and Nothing was able to get this desk into his office. So he had to basically take apart the whole desk. And he took the top of the desk off, and there was like a wedge between like the, the back of the drawer and the, 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 the desk. He saw like a plastic bag. And in the plastic bag, he saw that there was money in it. And he took out the money, and there were like neatly stacked bundles of $100 bills, and it came out to $98,000. $98,000 for a $150 desk is not a bad return. It's a, good, it's a good investment. So it was him and his wife and another person in the room, and they looked at each other, and they say, you know, this doesn't happen in real life. It's, you know, it's crazy. $98,000 for a Rebbe, you know, to see $98,000 in his life is summer. You know, you have to make a, you have to make a, you know, Shafiano. But, but, uh, but, but to, to be able to keep $98,000 and you have a lot of, a lot of, a lot of responsibilities and, you know, it's an expensive life and $98,000. And they knew right away that they had to give back this money. There was no Shiloh that they had to give back the money. And they basically called the lady back. Um, I think he filmed it. Like while while he was making that phone call, he you know we live in the age of YouTube and everything, so you have to you know everything. If you didn't film it, it didn't happen. So it was filmed, and um, and the woman was like going crazy. That was money that she had. You know that was her nest egg, and she couldn't find it. And she thought like it was misplaced somewhere else in the house. She never thought that it would fall behind, you know, a desk drawer. And and basically, she wrote him. She gave a little bit of a reward to him, and she paid him for the desk that he, you know, the cost of the desk, hundred fifty dollars, and gave a little money for the kids. They had four children at the time, and she wrote him a letter that said basically. I do not think that there are too many people in this world who would have done what you did by calling me. I do like to believe that there are still good people left in this crazy world we live in, and you certainly are one of them. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.